Welcome to Healing for Healers with Abby Wynn and Regina of the Land. And now a prayer. Father Sky, Grandmother Moon, please bless this healing space. I call on the four directions, the north, south, east and west, to hold us in the energy of love, compassion, beauty, healing, lightness and joy. I invite in the wisdom of the ancestors, angels, ascended masters and star beings to enrich our conversation, inspire us and use us as channels for light, love and healing. I call on Mother Earth, the star systems and all the planets to open the pathways so we may present to you the best, richest information. Have access to the highest vibration of healing energies. And offer what is most needed for those who need it right now. And so it is. And so it is. Welcome to another guest episode of Healing for Healers. I hope you're enjoying these guest episodes. I'm doing my best to to find interesting people that have lots of different things to say. And sometimes we don't agree and sometimes we do. And it's not about that. What it's about is opening your mind to the possibilities of what's out there, what people are doing and uh, all the energies that are coming in. So in this episode today, I'd like to introduce you to Lucy Davis. Lucy and I hit it off immediately once we got past the initial, I'm coming to Ireland and I'm going to do these things. And then I said to her, no, you're not. Who are you and who do you think you are going to come over to Ireland and do these things? And we had a laugh. We liked each other immediately. She's pure and authentic and she's real and she has a wide open heart. Since meeting Lucy, we've gone out in the land. We've done work together. We've done several videos together. And this is actually a YouTube live that we both did together. And so it's a joint kind of an interview where you're going to hear a bit about me because, you know, energies notwithstanding, these things happen, technical difficulties, and sure, you'll find out when you listen, but it's a good laugh and there's a lot of really good information. I really hope you enjoy it. So I'm just going to read you her biography so you can hear a little bit more about her and then you can enjoy our conversation. Lucy Davis is a natural-born intuitive who has learned to use the skills she was given to transform lives. She has a gift whereby she has become a master question-asker. It leads you to recognize your own talents and dreams and the legacy that you wish to leave on the world. Lucy believes that everyone's walking around with a gift buried deep in their heart space. The path she guides you through will quickly have you dropping from your head to your heart space and unlocking your true, unlimited potential. Lucy's on a mission to unlock the human race from the shackles they've applied to themselves over the years, from preconditioned beliefs and society's rules. By the end of 2022, Lucy's looking to have held space for over one million people globally to go on the journey from their heads to their hearts. I'm really excited to have met Lucy and I know that there's going to be things that we get up to in the future. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy her too. And we are live. Hello, YouTube. 
Hello, Facebook. Thank you so much for being here. It's just told me that I wasn't due to start this uh, until half 10, but I'm sure it's gone half past 10 in the UK, right? <laughs> very confused right now. Very confused right now. Anyway, it's Lucy Davis. Lucy Davis Live. We are back with another one, and I've got the most beautiful guest um, for you this afternoon. Now, I just want to manage expectations before we go any further that I am in a hotel in Europe. Um, and although the Wi-Fi has been absolutely incredible, um, I just want to manage expectations that obviously there may be um, some interruptions uh, and things like that. So let's just roll with it. Let's see what happens. Um, in fact, the last time Abby and I attempted to do a video, admittedly, it was on Instagram and they don't really like me very much. A bit like Facebook because they're, they're the same people. Um, actually, it got cut off um, and I got kicked out and, you know, wasn't allowed back in. So um, this could be an interesting conversation. The energies will be extremely high between the two of us, extremely profound. Um, anyway, with that, let's introduce the beautiful, beautiful Abby Wynn. Hello, my babe. <laughs> How are you? I was just thinking yesterday I was recording a podcast with a friend of mine and the emotion kicked her out. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's happening a lot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. So what was what was really interesting is I know that we obviously had the resistance. Um, but when I did it with Shakti, we were blocked completely. Now you're dropping already. I can see it. That's crazy. <laughs> Am I back? You're back. But as soon as you mentioned that name... Interesting. I'm just going to switch over um, to data. So apologies if there's any interruptions whilst this is happening. Um, I'm just going to switch over. So will Lucy come back? That's the question. Hi, I'm back. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Perfect. Sorry, I just I just switched over from my um wi-fi to date but you're right, bopping off again name, right should we do some healing on the connection between us and the internet before yes. we do anything else just in case yes i think that's sensible again Okay. Well, we got our first comment, so whatever we're doing seems to be working. Yeah, okay. Guys, if you could just really um, hold space for the internet right now. Um, like I say, like I was saying a minute ago um, before I got kicked out, it's, you know, these energies that we're bringing together right now are very profound. Um, they are doing their, their utmost to try and stop these um, actually taking place. So, you know, we're, we're actually in a very interesting period of time right now, whereby things are being blocked left, right and centre. Interestingly enough, I've just had a blooming knock on the door, which is even more fascinating. But I'm going to ignore it for now and see if see if I can. Um, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So um, if we can just hang on one sec, guys. Abby, can you just chat for a second? I can chat for a second. I could chat for more than a second. Hello, everyone. So I can see Natasha, Claire and Paul. If anybody wants to ask me a question about energy healing, we've got Gigi 
I don't know who you are. It's nice to meet you all. Um, what I've been noticing a lot is that the internet is structured similarly to our neural net. And so not only, let's say, as Lucy was saying about being attacked and, and wanting to be stopped, when we get excited, when we flare up emotionally, when we have an epiphany and we go, oh, yeah, we release a big ball of light that can also knock the airwaves. So taking responsibility again for ourselves, our own emotions is really important. So I'm toning down and I'm pulling in and I'm not connecting into big flaring up lights. But some of you might realize, I mean, I, I have a fabulous relationship with my car. I love my car to bits. I've had her now. Oh my God, she's an 08. Someone else can do the maths. I'm really good at abstract stuff and not so good at maths. But when I have an upgrade or when something in my energy field is shifted, she won't start or she will, you know, she'll do judders or though something will it be a bit like, the, you know, the banana in the, in the tailpipe. It's just so I have to sit and clear with my car to get that synergy back. I do believe that cars are like our spaces, our meditation space. It's a safe space. So I've also noticed actually, you know, Apple Mac pride themselves that their computers don't do this. But I have um, a colleague who's a Reiki master teacher and she's burnt through, literally burnt through three laptops. And the third one, fourth one she got for free because they couldn't believe she was doing it. But she frazzles them with her Reiki. So, you know, synergistic coming into balance with is really important. Maybe you've noticed this with your phone, um, you know, wobbles and stickiness. And it's about going, okay, well, look, my phone is my friend and it's not going to hurt me. And, you know, connecting into the phone, connecting into the computer and just bringing in that balance, bringing in the intention that, you know, we work together, that everything's for highest good. So um, Natasha's been having numerous technology internet issues this week. And Claire has said she's found it hard to regulate emotions today. Claire, I'm wondering what your grounding practice is. And maybe if you find you're, you're swinging like the pendulum from one side to the other, if you wanted to just take a minute and anyone else who's watching this to just go, okay, we're all out of balance to some degree because you can imagine we're in a storm of energies, all these energies flying around coming in from the sun, but there's also a ton of energies coming up from humanity. I don't know about any of you, but it's like the deeper, older wounds are being triggered by just by the energies that are out there and coming up for releasing. So there's a lot of energy around. So you might want to just imagine yourself as a pendulum and bring yourself into the center and ask yourself, well, how far am I swinging over in this way? And how far am I swinging over in this way? And then to just allow yourself, have the awareness of where you are with yourself. Because one of our biggest gifts is the ability to sit with ourselves and our wholeness and with everything that we're thinking and feeling and experiencing. But one of our biggest struggles, guess what I'm going to say? is to sit with ourselves in our wholeness and imagine, you know, and allow ourselves to be with everything we're thinking and feeling and experiencing. So when we're knocked off center and the world is knocking us off center, it's very difficult to regulate anything. So if we can give ourselves permission right now, and Claire says that makes sense. If we can give her, sorry, Lucy, I'm in the middle of, of, of explaining something here. Please if carry on. I'll tell <laughs> You're not going to believe what's going on there now. It's funny. If we can Please. give ourselves permission 
to not have to run in and fix and change anything and to just be with everything that we're feeling, even with what we're thinking and with what we're experiencing. See, and even as I'm saying this, my hair's going in my mouth, so it's almost like it doesn't want me to say this. But if we can give ourselves permission, like at the moment, um, the way I'm being triggered is causing me to reach for food that isn't good for me. And I'm just saying, okay, if I want to have ice cream for dinner, I'm just having ice cream for dinner and I'm not going to be hard on myself. So last night I had ice cream for dinner and then I had noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful combination. My little sisters would be well proud of you, Abby. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's something going on at the moment. And so if I just allow myself to do what I need to do, and um, it'll pass and then I'll settle. But I was saying to everyone, Lucy, it's like you're in the pendulum is swinging one way and then the other way. And if you're not grounded and if you're not centered, yeah. then you don't even know how far you're swinging. And then there's no way you can self-regulate. So it's about yeah. getting a hold. It's you know, get a hold of yourself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love I love the fact that you've gone off in that direction, Abby, because what just happened here is hilarious. Okay. So obviously there was knocking at the door. I went to answer the door. I went to see what happened and the door shut behind me. Oh my gosh, were you locked yeah. out? Yeah, I was locked out of the room. Right? How funny. Like really, how funny is that? There is something blocking every step of the way right now. And this is you know, something, oh, wow, we're in the wrong one. Oh, well, this is with Abby Wynn. <laughs> oh, well, well, clearly it's the wrong one. Who is Julia Fairfax? <laughs> oh, she's the lady I'm speaking to tomorrow. <laughs> okay. yeah. see, see what I mean? It's every step of the way at the moment. And I'm actually a bit like yourself, Abby. I'm really embracing all of it. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I'm just going, okay, thank you for showing me this. Thank you for showing me this. And actually giving gratitude for it because everything is actually happening the way that it needs to be happening. You know, everything. And I think if we, if we as well, if we stop holding on to our need to control everything. Exactly. And our expectation. This actually reminds me of something my husband said to me. We are really in trouble trying to find a TV show that we like. We have a website. We just dip into things. And after two episodes, we're like, oh, forget it. It's just going this way or it's going that way. And he actually admitted his expectation of the character. And then the character not doing what he wants the character to do is creating this. I don't care what happens to him now. Wow. Which I thought was really interesting. Well, you know, and he wow. he wouldn't be into all of this stuff, but he's able to start to see, you know, so we have an expectation of other people. And right now, what, what I was saying, Lucy, is how we're triggered by everybody wow. right now because everything's coming up for healing in everybody. Yeah. And our expectation might be for someone to acknowledge what's going on with me or with yeah. you, where they're so embroiled in their own stuff, they can't even yeah. see past that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I love the fact that you've just said that, Abby, because, you know, really for about the last year, actually perhaps not that long, but about eight months, we've been in the Hall of Mirrors. And we've been like reflecting everything back to ourselves. We're calling people in to bring us the healing, to show us where we need to go, you know, and, and I'm I'm very open about it. I was the biggest control freak back in the day. And now, like, it doesn't bother me. It literally, like it just it just flows off me. But the issue that we've got here is that people are watching certain people just go through it all with ease and grace, and they're missing the memo on themselves. But then, when they're watching people like us who are transparent and authentic, they can be with us as adults, mm-hmm. in it with us. 
yeah. as equals as opposed to us being the parents and having yeah. to parent the children who are watching us Absolutely. because the poor children, oh my God, Lucy, you got locked out and that's a disaster and this whole thing is just a terrible waste of time. You know, because children wouldn't understand that and children would be yeah. having temper tantrum and where's Lucy and why isn't she here? But we're not using, you are not aiming for that target audience. We're yeah. looking for the adults who can sit here and be patient and go, okay, Lucy's, you know, <laughs> just, just sit here and wait for her because she's worth waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah you're, you're absolutely bang on and it is it's good that these things happen it's good that you know the wrong videos clicked into it's good that people get locked out it's good that people can share their traumas their triggers you know and and now I'm being blocked again you know it's brilliant it's good that all of that happens because actually when we have it in our own life we can actually step into it and go ah I'm not being picked on I'm not being singled out. This is just day-to-day stuff that happens, you know, and we are in a period of time where the energies are so profound that, of course, what, what happens when we've got the light? We've got the darkness being shown even greater, even greater. You know, the light that we are bringing to the planet right now and the light that's coming in from the sun or the activation codes, we're, we're showing, we're highlighting the darkest corners of it all. Do you know what makes it even more complicated, though? I'll tell you what makes it more complicated is that when you're bringing in more light, you're also showing your own darkness. Oh, yeah. And it's very easy to say, ah, I'm being attacked. If somebody is psychic attacking me or this is, you know, coming from outside of me. And that's also shadow work because you're not seeing what you're doing. And so if you start by being really responsible and like I was telling, you know, the I was going to say the listeners earlier about the pendulum, if you can see how you self-regulate, take responsibility for your emotions, plus giving yourself permission to sit with everything that comes up for you, including your shadows, including your darkness to say, OK, I have an intolerance for myself when I act like blah, 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 blah. I have a tendency to project this aspect of me onto someone else because I don't want to own it. It's mm-hmm. a, such a fabulous opportunity for everyone to take a step back and go, okay, let's clean up my own act. And then mm-hmm. that purifies the light. And then we get that. even more light. Yeah, I love that. Do you know what, Abby? A situation that happened last night, you've just articulated really beautifully. So one of my little sisters last night, I've got two little twin sisters, and one of them came to me last night. She was so upset. And I had no clue, like literally I had no clue what she was upset about. And so I sat with her and held space for her and just let her do her thing. You know, I'm I'm not one of these people that go, oh, stop crying, stop. Like, it's just not me. So I let her just I let it all out. And then she, I said to her when she'd calmed down a bit, I, I said, are you ready to talk about it? Or would you like a little bit more time? So she said... I don't know why I get angry. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, cool. Who did you get angry with? And she told me who she got angry with. And she was like, I got this feeling and it just reminded me of something. She was basically telling me she'd been triggered and she went back to a, a place in her past memory of her emotional trauma. And she picked it up and replayed the whole story. And she said, but I know I didn't need to act like that, but I couldn't help it. I really wanted to get angry with them. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you are amazing. You know, she's nine years old and she's explaining and articulating with such ease and grace what we're all going through right now. That is superb to be able to do that at nine. Because what I was also going to add is that sometimes when you act out of a behavior 
and you catch yourself doing it and you don't recognize yourself in it and you're wondering, why am I saying these things? Sometimes it's not always about you. Sometimes you are like a bit part in someone else's play and that they needed to hear what you're saying in however way you say it. And when you come away from that and you're like, what the heck was that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah you're so that's right just the layers and the layers of complexity, isn't it? It's just wonderful. It's fabulous to be alive. And then if you do do that, if you do catch yourself acting out in someone else's play and you realize later that you said something that you regret, then do put your hand on heart and admit to it and go mm. back and apologize for it and say, I don't know what came over me. Maybe it was just the energies that were in the room at the time, but I didn't mean what I said. And that in itself can open up a softness and a compassion that might bring the healing in, you know? So, yeah, I love that. I love that. Really, really nice tips. Really good tips. And I and I and I feel that this is very important for people with children. It's important for all of us, but even more so with people with children at the moment, because a lot of people have been saying to me, my kid is just going crazy or it's just highly strong or whatever. And, you know, some of us would go, ah, where am I highly strung? Why, why is my child mirroring back to you? But other people aren't quite there yet so just observe everything that's coming in observe the messages because we're all messengers for each other every single one of us is a messenger for each other you know I truly believe that the birds anything that crosses your path whether it be a bee or whether it be a leaf or whether it be a fly or like whoever it is whatever it is that's you know we just need to be looking at everything as a messenger and asking I've actually got really um interesting thing that just popped in my head so one of my Instagram followers um lovely lady sent me a message with a picture and she's like Lucy Lucy what do you see and I just went back to her and said it's not it's not my message babe what do you see yeah yeah that's what we need to be saying to people not I'm not going to help you because that's not what that was about it was about I could tell you that I see Jesus there but if you don't see Jesus and you see a warrior or you see somebody else then that's the message for you. Like, this is, we need that to. That reminds me of when you and I and David were standing in Tara and you guys saw the dragon in the clouds and I didn't see it. Yeah, absolutely. But then when he pointed out the details, then suddenly I could see it. But it wasn't there for me, it was there for you because you guys have yeah. been chasing dragons amongst yeah. all the work that you've been doing. So, exactly. Dragons and diamonds, mate. Dragons and diamonds, the girl's best friend. Air dragons, air <laughs> dragons is fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous stuff. Just, but yeah. Just on that note, Abby, how did um, Hill of Tara go at the weekend or did you not go? At the weekend on Sunday, um, the honest answer because I'm always honest and say it like it is. It was chaotic. Oh, wow. Okay. It was chaotic. And I just let go of my expectation. Okay. Because wow. I did have an expectation was that I would be able to bring people through and show them the things that I showed you. And yeah. the night before I was on Telegram, as I usually am, you know, just playing around on Telegram. And I saw in another chat group that there was going to be another gathering on exactly the same time that we were supposed to be going there. And their gathering was going to be big. Right. And it was with people that didn't necessarily get along with people that were coming with me. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Whereas, so, so I took a big step back and I opened up and I released my expectations and I said, this is obviously supposed to happen this way. So the only time I put my foot down and you're going to laugh at this was when I, we walked into the site and the automatic, 
you know, the automatic brain just takes over and you follow the path. And I just said, no, come back. We're not going on the tourist path. We have to end it properly. And after we did that, then that was fine. They could do whatever they wanted. They could do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wasn't that. entering as a tourist. We had to enter through the sacred way. The sacred entrance is really important. And um, Absolutely. Well, it changed yeah, my It could have made a big difference. Too. But, you know, what yeah. was really funny, Lucy, was I was talking to my friend, yesterday again another I was doing a lot of recording for my podcast and she was there on Monday the day after we were there and she said she spent a lot of the day cleaning up the energies there must have been some group there on Sunday that she that left a whole lot of emotional debris and I started laughing I go yeah I know who that was wow <laughs> interesting interesting yeah. I actually think that's a good point of um, discussion for us actually Abby and I know we kind of had it on Instagram although interrupted the experience that David and I had with you was very, very, very profound. And, and I truly put that down to the fact that we asked the land before we walked on it if it was OK for us to go. And we absolutely got welcomed with open arms. But also, like you say, we didn't enter as a tourist. We entered as a, you know, we entered in the, the real um, entrance and we then walked up the real path and we were respectful and we were honoring and we could hear the noises and and I believe everybody can do this I don't believe it's just you know a select few I believe if everybody stops and just cut, connects with their heart and connects with the land there is a vibration that goes between the two now some of us are too busy to acknowledge that and that's absolutely okay but for those of you that are prepared to be a little bit more slow and you know a little bit more communicative with it I truly believe that the earth will talk back to you and I know you believe this Abby but that changed the whole experience that David well, and I had. It's more of a knowing than a belief Lucy. <laughs> yeah yeah you're right yeah it is it's yeah without any without any question it's a certainty yes. from where I was standing you know we had such a magical experience because we had walked that path you know and and I feel that maybe people should be doing this wherever they go right? Well uh, you know I would love it if people would sit in their garden and connect into their plants that way connect into the earth that way connect into their house even or your your, your an apartment wherever you live I mean even your hotel room and connect in and say I'm here and I'm really grateful for this space to hold me and it's about tuning into that frequency that frequency is everywhere. And as I yeah. say this, it's funny, there's a bump in, in, in the broadcast. So I know. So that's that's just, you know, validation. It's tuning into that frequency of love and care. And it reminds me actually, do you know Tinkerbell in the movie and or, or in the story? It's like, if you believe in fairies, clap your hands. And they need all the children of the world to clap their hands to give the fairies that energy. Or it's, it's, it's in several books, actually, where the gods are dying because nobody believes in the gods anymore. And then the more people pay attention to the gods and they worship the gods, the gods come back in again. So the more people that tune into that frequency yeah. and feed it with their energy, awareness, and attention, the more that frequency rises so that when you have a whole group traipsing across the land, the land knows at least some people acknowledge the frequency. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's <laughs> and so the damage won't be as do. great. Yeah, and it's a simple thing we can all do, right? It's it's not, you know, a ma it's no, there's no investment financially. There's, you know, we don't have to remember to, it, it just clap. That's such it's a the, it's the investment of your awareness yeah. of, 
you know, the the, the gratitude. Yeah. I mean, I'll show you. I have this little potato tuber that I planted early and uh, I brought a flower. My, it's grown to be six foot tall now. And oh, my I just, gosh, that's so beautiful. So look at the size of this. This is a cafe au lait, a pink one. And I have a whole plant in my garden filled with these because every day I'm going out and I'm saying thank you to the flowers and I'm picking off the snails and caterpillars and I'm just connecting into that frequency of love and I'm getting it back I from the plant. I love that. That is a beautiful plant, Abby. What's it's interesting stunning. is um, in, in my apartment, I've got um, lots of different plants and everybody always says to me, how on earth do you get them to grow like you do? And it's because I sing to them and I chat to them like, like they're my best friends, you know, and I'm, oh, yep, yeah, you need some water. OK, cool. You know, and I'll pop them out and get give them a little bit of light. And there's one plant. I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like a Christmas plant. And during the during the summer, it just dies off and whatever. Mine's not. Mine is firing on all cylinders. And my mum, every time she comes in, she's like, what do you do to this? Like, how do you? And it's because I treat it like it's a child or I treat it like it's a part of me. Well, you you have that channel of love open and the connection and the communication. Yeah. I mean, I have orchids that I bought for myself on my birthday. And I realized the only time it lost a flower was when my cat knocked it over. Oh. And it still has all of its flowers, you know. Now, hopefully I'm not jinxing it. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's there. It's in my bedroom and I'm looking at it every day and admiring it. You know, there's wow. I think there's poems written about roses that need to be admired. But, you know, it's yeah. it's that connection that we all want as humans. You know, everything yeah. is alive. And, and, and you're absolutely right. That's the connection, whether it be on a friendship level, on an intimate level, on a parent-child level, uh, you know, child to child. It's all about love. And that's what has really thrown so many of us over the last, it's more than two years now, isn't it? Yeah, two and a half years. You know, it's the broken heart, it's the disappointment, it's that lack of that connection because of the fear that's crept in. So I think right now, to make it about now, there's a lot of people who had been caught in the fear who are coming out of that fear now. And so there's a lot of that energy thrown about the place as well, which can be very triggering. Confusion is the word they just said to me. It's very confusing for people right now. Even the people that are what we call awake, um, you know, to the truth and stuff, not necessarily conscious, but they're confused right now because of the noise. And um, I almost feel like being pushed. They're showing me being pushed uh, from pillar to post, you know, almost like this. We just don't know what we're doing. We're, you know, some some people are very, very, very grounded, but their top half is kind of like wobbling all over the place. You know, what was one of those um, men that they used to have the weight at the bottom? They just used to fly around. Oh, yeah, you know? I had one of those. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of the image that they're giving me right now is that we're, we're doing our best to stay grounded and we're doing our best to like channel the love, whether that be down or up. But our our, our body is literally just swaying around in the wind because we just don't know what we're doing and there isn't any certainty. Um, and I say this all the time, but as soon as people step into the fear frequency, whether that's hurt, upset, anger, you know, we step out of the love. And as soon as we step out of the love, that's when we can step into the confusion and allow ourselves, even if it's just for one second, that second is a time where we can just be pushed off of our path very slightly. 
But then we can always reconnect and have the compassion and come back. And I think with people who are brave enough like you and I to talk about this openly and to, you know, make mistakes openly and bring our personal process in and share with people, you know, we're not putting ourselves on pedestals. We're making it very real for everybody. It's like I said earlier, we're all adults in the room here just trying to figure things out. It makes all the difference. And one of the biggest things I found over the last couple of of months even is that if you can afford yourself that compassion and love to to you know like you put yourself in a box right and the acceptable behavior that you allow yourself is within that box but when you go outside those lines then you get angry at yourself because you didn't do this and you didn't do that or you did do this you didn't so if you make your box bigger and it's just release release the tight hold that you have on yourself for how you're supposed to be and realizing as we realize now that that's all conditioning and that's supposed to keep you restrained to release your conditioning and, and to allow yourself to have ice cream for dinner and to not get upset about it. Then when you have that tolerance for you, you can see the other person that you love and maybe you're still angry at them. And as they're waking up and they're trying to find their way and you're feeling it and you know, you, you give them the space to work through, as well and that compassion and understanding now you don't have to accept unacceptable behavior but your tolerance and your patience levels increase Mm -hmm. so that when you know like a child you have to have the temper tantrum get out of your system and then you can talk about it just like you said to your nine-year-old so is it your your sister when she's finished crying are you ready to talk now so that you can be in the room with someone who's crying or shouting or upset and just see that as a release that they need to go through and not engage with that and then give them the space to say okay now are you ready to talk now? Yeah. <laughs> and I and I, I think it's kind of we've shamed it a little bit, haven't we, for tears and tantrums and frustration and anger. And and I actually oh, feel big boys this, don't cry. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. But but also, you know, when when a child is having a bit of a hissy fit on the floor or whatever, you know, it's quite normal for a parent to be like, "Oh, get up," you know. And and actually, we just need to let them have that moment. You know, how many of us watching now, and I know I'll put my hand up to this, but how many of us have just needed that moment where we're like, fuck, or whatever it is for us, you know, we've just needed that release. We've needed to run or we've needed to cry or we've, you know, needed to just almost like have a child dizzy fit on the bed kind of thing, like smothering our face in the pillow. We need to allow people to have that moment because that release is just as important as recognizing what created the emotional trauma response in the first place. Oh, yeah. And for me as a therapist who has worked with other therapists to to realize that a good therapist can just be there and hold the space for someone as they go through those emotions, whereas a therapist who has not done their own work is very uncomfortable with anybody who's in pain. And so it goes back to right at the beginning where I said to people um, to give yourself permission to be with yourself, no matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're thinking, you know, just to sit there like you're carrying all this baggage and you don't like to see it, but this is what you're carrying. So just accept it. And then you, you, if you can accept your own, then you can much more quickly and readily accept other people's without taking it on without saying, oh, I don't like that. Let me take this from you because you shouldn't have to carry this and I'll take it from you. Because the time for doing that is over, Lucy. Empaths who just suck up other people's heavy emotional energy are doing that person a disservice because you're not letting them learn how to deal with their own stuff. 
Totally agree with you, Abby. Totally agree with you. I've actually, um, over the last couple of years, been working with, as as always, and as would be expected, a number of empaths. And they say to me, oh, yeah, but I just can't help it. It's just built in me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We all have a choice with this. It doesn't mean that we're not empathic. Like, people see me kick ass. You know, I'm a bit, a bit of a butt kicker sometimes. And it doesn't mean that I don't, I'm not empathic. Quite the contrary, it means that I can see that in you and I know and I feel, obviously, if you want to, where you can be to be able to observe and feel and move through it rather than actually sitting it and taking it on from somebody else. I well, actually, as an empath, though, to be able to give yourself permission to not feel. Mm, yes, yes, of course. So just as we were talking there about connecting into a sacred site, connecting into the land, that frequency of love, you could walk into another place and say, okay, I'm not going to do that here. And it's completely okay to do that and switch it off. For example, several years ago, before all the crazy, crazy, I was in Rome for the weekend with my husband. And can you, you, you know, everybody could visualize how many people go to the Vatican Museum. Now you do not want to be an empath wide open in the Vatican Museum. But here's the beauty of it. I forgot. I forgot to close down. I forgot to switch off and my higher self and my guides did it for me. And I'm bouncing around having a great time and all these people. And I'm like, why do I feel so good surrounded by so many people? Oh, they must have switched it off. And I stayed switched off for the weekend. So I had a great time because it was my weekend off. I didn't have to, I didn't have to work. I was there to enjoy. And, but you can deliberately choose to switch off and it's okay. You don't get a big black cross on your report card. If you switch <laughs> your spiritual report card, uh, uh, she didn't show up this weekend. Naughty exactly, you get an extra tick because you sucked up someone else's pain when you were surrounded by thousands of people at a music festival. Do you know? <laughs> I needed that message today, Abby. So thank you. <laughs> that today, so I'm grateful to you I really am yeah, I went, well I went to a music festival a couple of weekends ago and I said this is my day off I'm gonna have yeah. fun here and that was it you know and 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 that's what it boils back down to you have a choice if it's your day off if it's your week off honor that take it embrace it you know we all and I'm guilty of this as well we're all like oh yeah you know soul mission blah 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 but at the end of the day you do need some time out as well to be able to recoup and you know thankfully that's what I've been doing yesterday and I I know I'm doing a bit of work today but today and tomorrow before I start the energy work again you know I've needed to just be present and and actually some people have stepped away and things like that and I'm like oh I wonder why I've not heard from them and then when I do it's like yeah we're just giving you some space and I'm like oh they know and and we need to just honour that. We need to just honour with each other. It doesn't mean that we don't love each other. It doesn't mean that we Absolutely. are angry, you know, because there is trauma related to that, isn't there? You know, we we have a tra- an emotional trauma. Well, why hasn't Abby, Abby messaged me today? She messaged me. I know, I'm abandoned. And, and, yeah. and like, I have a friend, his name is Tim, and um, Tim Wilde, and he's a fabulous light worker, and he's been showing up on YouTube doing Mondays and Fridays. So his Monday meditation and his Friday ascension update. And for one of his ascension updates, he came up with this phrase, the light worker relay race. So some of us are on and some of us are not on. So you've done your bit and you hand the baton over to another light worker and then you rest and they take it and they do the next lap. But because we're all light workers and we don't see it happening, it doesn't mean it's not happening. So on your days off, maybe I'm the one who's working and on our days off, someone else is working and to just trust 
that when you get that nudge, the push to rest, that that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I think I actually think that's opened up a re- another really beautiful topic of conversation because there is a lot of spiritual ego, right? There is a lot of ego. Oh, well, I have to be there because if I'm not there, it's not going to get done. And actually, it's not the case at all. There's, I've met thousands of people around the world doing what I'm doing. I love it. I love it. They, they've got no freaking clue why they are where they are, but they're doing it because they're <laughs> the through or they're, you know, and I love it because when we chat it's you know like Abby when we had some conversations it's like wow you know all of these different bits of the puzzle get connected and that's the whole point we are one piece of a seven billion piece puzzle what is it Mark Atwood says or 5d chess that we just don't know where all the other pieces are and all the different boards and all the things that are moving at the same time but you could just imagine that maybe in our dream time we all get called to the same place and we all sit down around a big round table and we're all together there and then we recognize ourselves in real life when we bump into each other as human beings you know as our spiritual selves are all connected and we're all on the same team and I I just think that's kind of cool I love it (laughs) I love it because I often don't recognize somebody's face but I really know their energy I'm like yeah I really know you and and there's just no way and it's and it's never their face because I'm not very good at remembering faces but energy I remember it very profoundly and this is what we're stepping into you know we're in it when we're in the astral realms and doing our you know our, our work in the super in the in the conscious level in the higher realms but we are we're actually doing it on the physical now we're you know we're just bumping into I mean me and you spoke for about 10 minutes didn't we Abby we were like oh my god we we know each other so well before we'd ever met before we even knew anything again it's the frequency it's a vibration and it's like the sea you know there's a wave and it crashes and the next wave and it crashes and the next wave and it crashes so there's a few of us are ahead of the other waves And we've done that crashing and we've done that wave again and we're up there and we're seeing the next cohort coming through and the next cohort coming through and we're holding space for them. But there are many of us have crossed that line. If we're talking about a light worker relay race, many of us have done our lap and we're waiting for the next lot, the next group of people to come through to take the bat on. And I'm finding with many of my clients that are coming to me at the moment, the things that they're struggling with are things that I might have struggled with many years ago, but it's clearing so much faster now, it, you know, and instead of being resentful and I'm like, it took me five years to get rid of it and you just did it in half an hour. How dare you? I'm going, oh yes. So now you're here and you're with us now and we can have this more of us to get, you know, and it's, it's just superb. It really is. It's exciting. <laughs> it, it's fascinating. Cause I had, I, I had a conversation with somebody about that. Um, I, I think it might have been my membership community actually. And I was like, well, it took me nine years to get here, but it might take you nine days, you know, just like, just go with what you know how I see that Lucy and this is what I say to people is that you've got the forest and you've got the um, machete and you have to hack that path and the forest doesn't know it's a path so as soon as you've hacked the path through the forest grows back again so then you have to hack it again and again and again and then when I'm hacking it and then you come and hack it and someone else comes and hack it the forest is learning well this actually is a path so I'm not going to grow over because there's no point and then other people can just walk straight through exactly. and that's how I see that I love that that's the best description I've ever had of that so thank you for sharing that I think everybody that's watching will really appreciate it because it it makes so much sense it really But does if we hadn't sense. taken the time 
and got yeah. covered in bruises and bumps and scrapes hacking you know that what? path you know what no, it wouldn't sure be can, there yeah I'm sure I can speak on behalf of the pair of us when we say like we we embraced it like it was horrible at the time but we I am I certainly am so glad that I was one of those people that were hacking it and got the cuts and the bruises and the broken bones and all the rest of it because you know now we have this beautiful opportunity to just help people just just get it and move through with such ease and grace yeah and that's all we're here to do this isn't a competition this isn't comparison this isn't division like they would like us to believe this is about us coming together as a soul family like it's a soul family this is oh, a you know what it reminds me of one of my favorite movies now I know it's Disney but you know it's my favorite movie is Lilo and Stitch and then you know oh Hannah means family and you don't you know nobody gets left behind yeah. Exactly. But I, my, my kids think I'm like Stitch because I get angry. <laughs> they want your anger levels today. <laughs> they drown. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's so real. I mean, it's one of the realest movies that they've ever made. There's no princesses. It's real love overcoming trauma and difficulty. And and Stitch is, is a really inspiring character for me. I ha- You know, so... Yeah. And, and it's it's a good, you know, there's there's some good things out there that are in the consciousness that we can amplify as yeah. well. And, and, and it's, it, again, it comes down to where are we feeding our, our, our awareness? Where are we feeding our energy into the two wolves? You know, they're both in you. Which one are you feeding? The nasty one or, or, or the loving one? So yeah. and, and it always comes back to that always comes back to it when you feel that emotion starting to come through your body because you know some people get it a pain in their back some people get that gut crunching feeling some people get hot in their head or maybe they've got a rash come up here or something whatever it is as soon as you see it that's the time that you connect back into your heart remind yourself like what is it where is this come from how can I connect into love during this moment of transition? You know, something's coming up that you need to be um, an observer of. So recognize it. Don't judge yourself. I think judgment's a key point, actually, to something that you were talking about earlier, um, Abby. I, I feel, you know, especially when like kids are having tantrums or, you know, adults are crying or needing to process or whatever. We all fear the judgment. We all fear that the judgment is going to come from other people. and Yeah, and you know what's interesting as well is um, the New Age movement and all the damage that New Age has done to yeah. tell people that you're not allowed to judge. Yes, yes, absolutely. You're not allowed to judge. And, and, and for me, you have to because if you're making choices – <laughs> sorry there's an interruption on this so this is important everybody needs to listen to this part oh, if... oh. yes oh. thank you thank you, no thank you. <laughs> they're changing your bed sorry. I don't know what they're doing but no if no, if no, no, you no, don't sorry. judge or discern then you're not going to yeah thank you though I feel like I need to wait till you're finished <gasps> I don't know what, what that was about I'm so sorry. It's just constant, 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 constant. No, I think it's hilarious because this is really important. If you're judging from fear, this is what I've learned, then that's what you're not to do. You're not to judge from fear. You're not to choose things from fear. But you are allowed to make judgment calls. You are allowed to discern. You are allowed to say, you know, this isn't, I don't resonate with this or, you know, that that kind of thing. Just on that point. Let's let's just go a little bit deeper on that. So when you recognize that there is a, a, a an emotion of fear coming up, so any of the lower vibration emotions coming up within you, 
and you're recognizing that you are going to judge or you do something that is relatively judgmental, what would be a tip from your perspective to get yourself back into alignment at that point? Because like you say, you are allowed to put boundaries in place. And I really encourage this with people. A lot of people think, you know, the love and light brigade, most people call that the new age spiritual movement, but you know, I think you're allowed to judge. Yeah. So So, you're not necessarily off track. Yeah. So, so just, let's just explore that a little bit more because I, I, I feel yeah, and I, apologies, I you probably covered this when I was chatting, but no, I, no, we do it, it. Yeah, it's very important to know who you are first and foremost. I think, and what you like, what you don't like, what you're prepared to accept, and what you're not prepared to accept. Would you think that that's a good place to start with this? Well, I'll give you an example. Okay, you can judge people by their appearance. Now, is that necessary or not necessary? somebody's appearance is not going to influence your choices that you're making in your life. Well, maybe they are if they say, oh, I'd never wear that dress. But, you know, having said that, then that again is discernment is choice. Whereas you can judge a situation, you can judge someone's behavior and say, now is not a good time for me to talk to them about this because they're working through something else. That's a judgment, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas you're not condemning the person for their behavior when you separate the behavior from the person then you can you're not saying that person there is a bad person they're a nasty person you say the behavior is bad the behavior is selfish but then that can be taken to an extreme as well lucy into wokeism and that's also evil i find that very evil and so there's no getting you back on or off track you're always on track but when you observe yourself and see okay how am i behaving with this oh my gosh, that came out way too angry. What's wrong? You know, so again, like you say, what's what's triggering me that's triggering the child in the room or what's triggering me that's making me so angry about something that really shouldn't be bothering me that much. Yeah, or what's triggering me to bring this lesson in for me to observe. Yeah, but then I wrote a book called How to Be Well and I diligently went through on a find and replace and took out all the word shoulds because there are no shoulds. (laughs) You know, that's one of the primary lessons of psychotherapy is there are no shoulds in it. It is what it is. So you say, okay, well, I would like to not be like this. What's going on with me? And then it comes back down to what we were saying earlier, which is, well, I'm not spending enough time being compassionate to myself. My tolerance levels are low. Yeah. So if you retract, your energy field is retracted, then they're in your face more. You know, whereas if you have more space, more compassion, you're surrounded by more energy, you've got that buffer zone, then they can have their temper tantrum over there and you can say, okay, I'm not going to deal with them until it's over, but it doesn't hurt you because it's over there. Whereas if it's right here. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think it's, and I think it's very important. Observe doesn't mean you have to consume. Yes. And it's response, not react. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then my spiritual director says it's also okay to hate things. And that's something I've been learning too, which is, which is really interesting because that's like the antithesis of everything new age has been saying. It's okay to hate things. You can hate evil behavior. You can hate evil full stop. So dislike with a passion and then to the point where it makes you take action, which is what a lot of us have been struggling with right now when you see an injustice or you see something that's not right you know you can't sit back and let it happen and say oh well it's God's work and it's supposed to be like this and it's their lesson you have to stand up and say no 
So where is that's the fine line <laughs> that you draw? Yeah, no, it is. It's it's interesting that you say about hate because hate is a word that I I really don't like. It just I don't I don't like it. I'll be honest with you. I really don't like it. I hate the word hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what I wanted to say. So it's very interesting that you say that, and you know that I I really like to sit and ponder everything you say, even the things that I don't necessarily agree with. I like to sit and ponder it, and and that's one of those things because. I was on the front line about the paedophiles and stuff like that because I fucking hate it. Well, there yeah. you go. So it, it re- what you're saying absolutely resonates. And I think it's definitely a message that people need to hear because, you know, some people say, God, I hate that curtain. Really? Do you really hate it? Or you just don't like it very much. But, you know, but yeah. when you think of the phrase, Lucy, when you think of the phrase, which is a really old fashioned phrase, yeah. righteous anger. Yeah righteous anger and that's straight out of the bible now don't don't ask me where <laughs> but, but, but i can't we, say i've read it all mate <laughs> i think i think anyone who's interested in anything that either you or i are, are doing has been inflamed at any at some point over the last while with righteous anger yeah absolutely and that's that's part of being human yeah and it's for me my righteous anger comes from what I believe to be injustices like that's that's me personally um I don't hate anybody person wise I I believe that everybody's a messenger for me like genuinely even you know if I um was introduced to a paedophile or something like that which I haven't ever had happen in my life I'm very lucky this lifetime that I haven't had to experience that it's it's the injustices that I hate I hate the fact that these people um you know don't get found out or they get away with that like it's that side of it it's not necessarily the person itself exactly it's the supporting exactly. systems for me if that makes sense whereas other people that have been through it probably hate the people rather well than- you see this is this is the thing and I've noticed it in myself where I'm not targeting my hate on specific people I'm looking at them going that that person has been manipulated this person doesn't know what they're doing I hate what they're doing but then the thing that I wouldn't do is resort to name calling and labeling. Yeah. And I see an awful lot of that. And that's when I just go, okay, that's not for me. You know, pointing the finger and name calling and that, 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 that to me is, is something that I don't do. I couldn't do. It's not in my nature. So even when my children at home are saying that you're, you're stupid, you say, no, don't, you know, you don't do that. Yeah. Because yeah. she isn't stupid or he isn't stupid. What they said might be stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and I I love that. Again, I absolutely love that wisdom that's just come out of your mouth. It's a very, very important um, point that we actually all take on is that we recognise everybody has learnt to do silly things or to say silly things. So is it is it them that are silly or is it the fact that they've been taught this behaviour? And and that's where I go. I go to the systems. I go to the, you know, the, the bigger picture, I guess, is, is the best way to put it, rather than the actual specific person. But then when you layer on that complexity of yeah. you're here to learn, I'm here to learn. And then, like I said earlier in, in, in the video about sometimes we play a little role in somebody else's play, yeah. they could be doing that for us as well. Of course. And so that behavior might not necessarily be the true essence of who that person is and to give people the benefit of the day. But then again, having said that, you never have to accept unacceptable behavior. Exactly. So that whole phrase, forgive and forget, 
for me, that's not the phrase. And you can see how many people think, well, I can't forgive them because I don't want to forget what they did. You never, ever have to forget what anybody did. You forgive and you release the anger, you release the pain, but you remember so that you have learned from that experience and you take the learning into the next experience. Absolutely. And, And when those reminders come up, the next time you're going through that, you think, ah, this happened last time. I didn't like the outcome, so I need to do something different. And it's and then you can give somebody the benefit of the doubt and you can give them another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance. And you go, I'm just not going to do that again. You know, but this this again, Lucy, is an example of how we're conditioned to to do ourselves harm. Yeah. We're conditioned to go back into situations that are bad because forgive and forget is yeah. something that's in our consciousness that's been beaten into us, yeah. you know, that we need to dismantle, forgive and remember. Yeah. You know, it's like, let's, let's make T-shirts of that. So people think it's okay to forgive and remember. It's okay to move away from a relationship and be happy. And you're allowed to be happy. You know, a lot of the work I've been doing recently as well is to say to my clients, yes, but have you given yourself permission at the deepest level to be happy? Or are you telling yourself somewhere that you don't deserve it? Yeah. yeah so this absolutely. is this is a huge evolution for everybody to, to, to step forward and say, okay, it's okay for people to say, yeah, it's my birthright to be happy, but for them to actually accept happiness at every level, you know, right down to the root chakra, to allow yourselves to be happy at all of those levels is work. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, a lot of my clients at the moment are saying, yeah, but I've dealt with this. Yeah, but I've dealt with this, but it's still coming up through their um, emotional trauma responses, which is why we need to go back there to release it fully. A lot of us have gone, oh, I've moved on from it because that happened 10 years ago and I'm actually okay with that now. You know, like I'm never going to see that person and then that person shows up and they get the whole emotional trauma response. And that's what he- Yeah, but it could be like- the adult that they are in this moment now is okay with it, but an aspect of them is not okay. Exactly. And that and that's the point of what we're going through at the moment. It's about figuring out where we are and what we need to release and how we can actually process this stuff so we can actually move forwards. And sometimes and it's, it's not even releasing. Sometimes you have released it, but the trauma, yeah. the wounding, it's about which aspect of you needs the love, needs the reassurance. You know, so I would say to some of my clients, like, okay, it's your inner child, which how old is it? Five years old. So you take your five-year-old with you. The next time you go into that situation, you hold your own hand at five years old and say, I'm going to look after you. This person has no power over you. I'm in charge of us. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's just taking that sovereignty back to your five-year-old self and giving it the permission to just relax. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can... And then you can listen to what the other person has to say without reacting. And then you give yourself permission to make a judgment call. Do I want to get involved in this again? Or do I forgive and remember and then say, okay, thank you very much, but no, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's such an important conversation. It really is such a beautiful, important conversation that we're having here, Abby. I just, oh, it's, it's so valuable for people to be able to hear a different perspective you know it's we've been blasted for many 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 lifetimes this divisional hate comparison competition 
we've then been blasted with the, you've got to have a smile on your face. You've got to be happy. You've got to be this. You've got to be that. And you've got to look like this and look like that. (laughs) How many of you out there, when you're brunette, you wanted to be blonde. When you had straight hair, you wanted curly. When you had curly hair, you wanted, like, just silly little aesthetic things. You know, when you get to a certain age, you've got to have Botox. Like, like we've been so indoctrinated for such a long time. And I just feel it is the time now to stand, as I keep saying to people, you've got to stand. Stand there raw and bare and just figure out who it is inside of you so that you can let the rest of the world you don't even that world might just be your child and your partner or yourself you know it doesn't have to be the literal world but just be there and embrace whoever it is that you've come in this lifetime to be you know I just I love it I love it Abby your food for my soul always <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you really are every time. Now, obviously, this has been a this has been a very fascinating um, video today because of the ins and outs and and whatever. But it's nice for people to see this is what's been happening over the last few years, not just with technology in people's lives. We're yeah. getting interrupted. We're being stopped. We're being you know people bursting in. We're having people overlay. We've got the censorship stuff going on and. We just want to remind you guys that whatever's happening right now, just breathe through it. Breathe through it. Acknowledge it. Scream if you need to scream. Shout if you need to shout. Stamp your feet. Like, whatever it is that you need to do, trust that you are in exactly the right place, else you would be somewhere else. And maybe also to to look at where you're doing that to yourself. Yeah. Because we have a real opportunity now for true love, for proper joy. Yeah proper joy and there are still people and me included who feel it's too much I can't you know wake up every day and be happy what the heck is that you know I have to find the drama I have you know so if you can take responsibility for what you're doing to yourself and eliminate that from your life because Jesus life is tough enough you know that you are your own best friend then that lifts everything up makes everything much better you know I love it. Abby, from start to finish, you've been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for holding space earlier. <laughs> we should do another one. Oh, sure. sure. In a couple of weeks when I'm back in the UK. Um, and so and I'm not Julia to... Fairfax. Is that who I'm supposed to be? <laughs> well, what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to switch everything around so that this is now showing the fact that this was supposed to be the girl I chat. think it's so funny I know the bell is going outside of the church <laughs> <of> the road. <laughs> it's so funny honestly you've got to love what they do they're like right let's keep these two on their toes I absolutely love it and do you know what um hopefully this gives permission to people and not that you guys need permission but I think it's really important to take the permission that when things fuck up just go with it roll with the punches there's no point having a drama. There's no point having a meltdown. Just step back in. Let somebody else take the reins. Let them hold the fort. And it will all come back in and it will be divine. Your light worker relay race. It's about being real. It's about exactly. being human. It's about knowing that we're all here together. We really are. You know, every comment in the comment box is exactly. valuable. Any Anyone who gets anything from this, you know, it's important to show up and shine your light so I'm just exactly. so pleased to be here. <laughs> I'm glad that we managed to get through it babe like I'm so glad we managed nine to... minutes and we're still talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did it yeah we did it 
Right, ladies and gents, please do uh, show your support to Abby by hitting the thumbs up and um, I'll get Abby's details and pop it in so you know where to follow her and find her and communicate and check out her website and things like that. Abby, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Lucy. It was a pleasure. Oh, thank you, darling. Ladies and gents, it's been amazing to have you join us today and I will be back tomorrow with the actual Julia Fairfax (laughs) for Abby Wynn, okay? (laughs) Guys, we will see you super, super soon. I will update it all for YouTube, okay? Lots of love, guys. Take it easy. Bye-bye. If there's anything in this podcast that triggered you, upset you or stimulated you to want to know more if you've got questions or if you have anything at all that you'd like Regina and I to cover on the show please write to us the email is healingforhealerspodcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next time